InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Are your property taxes higher than ever? You aren't alone. Millions of Americans have rising tax bills that will probably be even higher in the years ahead. With the story, here's InfoTrack's Gina Tedesco. Gina? Thanks, Chris. Joining us now is Jared Walzak, Vice President of State Projects at the Tax Foundation. Jared, first off, can you give us a range of just how much home values have risen recently, either throughout the country as a whole or maybe in regions that have seen particularly large increases? It's a lot. Nationally, we're looking at about 42% over the past three years. And in some regions, particularly the Mountain West, it's even higher than that. It's not uncommon for individual properties to have seen uh, 50% or more valuation increase in just a few years. And with tax bills going up, are localities raising their tax rates or are they raising assessments, meaning the percentage of your home's market value that gets multiplied by the tax rate? The issue in taxes right now is assessments, not rates. Rates aren't going up. The problem is that they may not be going down sufficiently. If you've had your property's value increase by 40% over three years and the rate is unchanged, you're paying 40% more. And sure, there's inflation and maybe government needs to capture some of those costs because their costs are going up. But inflation isn't that high, even in a high inflation environment. And people are sitting there saying, well, wait a minute, I'm not getting 40% more government. I'm not getting 40% better government. Why am I paying 40% more on this same home? And some jurisdictions have lowered their rates, but not all. And in essence, there could be other reasons, such as commercial property owners. What's going on with them that might be an important piece of the puzzle? Well, commercial property is very soft right now. In many downtown areas, of course, you just don't have the same sort of occupancy that you once did. These assessed values will change over time. Many of them have not changed yet. So the other foot hasn't dropped in many places, but cities are bracing for the fact that they just may have some much lower value commercial property in the future and that property taxes will reflect that. So at the same time that homeowners are frequently seeing much higher property values, commercial real estate looks like it's going to have much lower values in the foreseeable future. And so therefore, these localities are going to get less revenue from the commercial, are they not? Yeah, that's correct. And that's probably particularly of significance to some of the larger cities and the city centers. If you're largely a residential community or bedroom community, you're seeing soaring values. If you are a large enough area that has that mix of residential and commercial, you may be fine. But if your downtown city center is where you're getting your property tax revenue from, it's looking a little alarming for some jurisdictions. And for the most part, the numbers aren't bad yet, but there's a recognition that the softness in that market is going to mean lower revenue soon. And are there particular regions that tend to see higher assessments? The biggest increases right now are in the Mountain West, and this is simply because that's where people were moving. Take a classic example like a Boise or Salt Lake City or many other jurisdictions in that part of the country you're seeing a lot of higher income, high net worth individuals moving from places like California into those cities. And the housing stock isn't keeping up. And this is what you'd expect that, you know, that's making property values rise. And to some extent, of course, these jurisdictions need more revenue, but you get that from more people. You don't necessarily need to generate more revenue from each unit. You just need to generate more revenue overall from a larger number of people. So 
when you see whether it's Boise or Salt Lake City or Helena or any of these other jurisdictions have soaring property values, you don't need the property tax collections to soar with that. And there is the view that as the home market cools, property tax bills could get worse. How does that work? The issues, oh, there's two issues. One, if local governments get used to spending this amount and then assessed values crater, but they still want to generate the same amount, they would have to raise rates. Hopefully they're not growing accustomed to this in a way that they're spending this much. Hopefully they're finding ways to return some of it because they don't need 40 or 50% more revenue. So there is that issue. The other issue though is just that you have people who are paying a lot right now on a property that's valuation is very high. This gets incorporated into the cost of that property. We're going to have a lot of fluctuations. If you do see a decline in values, you're going to have some revenue fluctuations associated with that. We're visiting with Jared Walsack, Vice President of State Projects at the Tax Foundation, about rising property tax bills in this era of skyrocketing home values. So can you estimate for us how much property tax bills might rise in the next few years? That's going to vary by jurisdiction. It's going to depend on whether your local government chooses to accept all of that additional revenue and whether there's any state mechanisms or local mechanisms that might prevent that. So some jurisdictions and some states have what are called levy limits, where they limit the amount of revenue that can be generated from those same properties year over year. So if you've got a pool of properties and overall you've seen an increase in value of 40%, the state's rules might say, but you can only grow by 3% a year. You can't actually generate that much more. There's also assessment limits where it's based on the individual property that its assessed value can only increase by a certain amount per year. Unfortunately, that creates a lot of disincentives in the property market. It creates a mess. It's the California Prop 13 approach. But both of those limit the growth of property tax revenue and limit the growth of your property tax bill. And if those aren't present, local government officials can, of course, just choose to roll back millages to say they don't need to be as high because the property tax base is so much larger. But if they don't do any of those things, if you have the same rates as last year or three years ago on this higher base, then you could be looking at a 40% higher bill. Uh, Certainly hope not, but that is the possibility. What if states have surplus money stashed away in their budgets? Should this money be used to reduce the property tax burden on homeowners? In other words, rather than collecting so much in tax revenue, should the state coffers be brought to bear and reduce the amount collected from ordinary people. Well, but it's two different levels of government and the local government has significant control over its rates. So we've had plenty of scenarios where states say, okay, we're going to give every jurisdiction a certain amount of cash so that they can lower their rates. And then they just don't lower their rates or they do it one year because there's a mechanistic requirement they do it, but then they raise them back next year. You can't really control that unless you put some limit on the rate of growth. So we're talking again about a levy limit probably these swaps don't work very well. And again, if the issue is that local governments are just collecting massively more than they did before and that they don't really need, the solution shouldn't be that the state has to give them money. The solution should be they don't need to collect massively more anymore. And there are some ways the states can control that. And ordinary homeowners do have some tools in their toolboxes. Of course, they can appeal their taxes. They can check for errors. But aren't there also some special offers called credits for people in certain categories, such as being a senior? 
There are. There are credits, there are deductions, there are certain preferences built into the tax code. So yeah, sometimes senior citizens will receive special benefits where their valuation increases are capped or they can get a credit or deduction against that bill. Surviving spouses in certain situations can uh, get certain benefits. Low-income individuals sometimes are eligible for what are called circuit breakers. There's a variety of mechanisms of relief for people in certain circumstances or at certain stages of life, and those will vary by jurisdiction. And then, of course, like you said, you can appeal. But the issue, I mean, obviously, people are going to have circumstances where their property is being assessed incorrectly. But the reality is most people's property values have increased. The big problem is not that the assessed values are wrong. It's just that governments don't actually need this much additional revenue just because the same set of properties now have a higher value. Well, fortunately, though, most counties don't reassess their home's values for tax purposes every single year. So don't homeowners have a little bit of breathing room in there? It depends what the cycle is. Jurisdictions do this typically between every one and four years. Usually if it's actually sending someone to appraise it, then they're certainly not doing that every year. But some states do have a process where there is an adjustment every year, even if they're not sending an assessor. Others are doing it on a two-year cycle, a four-year cycle. There's a few like Pennsylvania that just do it when they feel like it, and it can be decades. So where you are in that process is going to vary, but a lot of people have had their homes reassessed since this uptick began, and they're seeing either much larger bills or they're seeing lower millages to offset that. Very interesting information. Jared Walzak with the Tax Foundation, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me. For InfoTrack, I'm Gina Tedesco. Next, the ideal time for your family's evening meal. That story coming up. You're listening to InfoTrack. More after this. 